Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good day to you. This is Brad Zockel, and you're listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. I appreciate you coming along. Today we're going to take a break from our verse-by-verse study of the book of Revelation, and we're going to go once again into a Q&A session and answer some questions that you may have had about heaven, about the God of heaven, about Jesus Christ. And what we do is I make it a very, very important point of all of our podcasts is that you get scriptural references, and we go straight to the Bible and see what the scripture tells us about that. Let's get right into it, and let's uh, answer some questions that have been coming over to me, and that I want to be able to give you some biblical answers on. One of the questions that had come across my desk was this, can someone, after they die, then understand in depth what salvation is about, and can they make a decision after they leave this physical life Is there some sort of a limbo or a place where somebody, after leaving this physical life, can they make a decision and then understand more things about God and then get to go to heaven? All right, what does the Bible say about this? Well, let me give you two passages that make it pretty clear of the answer on this. Now, I would start with Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27 which states it very clearly that it is appointed man once to die, and after this, the judgment. You see, the Bible does not talk about a limbo, does not talk about a purgatory, does not talk about a second chance for people then to make a decision, and they might be able to reflect and repent. The physical life here on earth is the time for decision to accept Jesus Christ. After that, According to Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27, we see that God's invitation closes. It is appointed man once to die, then after this, the judgment. You see, in John chapter 8 and verse 21, the, we would say, the spiritual leaders who are skeptical, uh, in the habit of persecuting Christ, at least trying to push against him, And they start questioning him in a number of different things and showing their sarcasm and their pessimism. And when they talk with him, Jesus responds and tells them this, you will die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. So you understand, as he's talking with these spiritual leaders who do not want salvation, who do not want salvation offered by Jesus Christ especially, who want to have God on their own terms, which pretty much keeps them in a ritualistic, liturgical pattern that really has nothing to do with loving the Lord and obeying him. And so Jesus tells them very directly, what's going to happen is you will die in your sins. And as you can see it tying into Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27, then when you have died, the judgment comes. That's why Jesus says in John chapter 8 and verse 21, where I go, you cannot come. So we see in the scripture, there is no place that says that after death, then someone has a chance to repent. You will notice in Luke chapter 16, when Jesus himself is telling the story 
of the rich man who has rejected God in his lifetime, there's absolutely no space, no break in that narrative in which the, the uh, evil man, that, the rich man, being in torment at that time says, okay, I've decided that, uh, okay, I'll, I'll take salvation through Jesus Christ. I really do submit to God. I repent. There's nothing there. He is calling out for relief from the pain, for someone to go and warn his brothers. But at no time do you see, well, now do you consider how bad this is and you can change your mind. So no, there is no. It's sad to note, but it is a biblical truth on that, that after this life, then your permanent residence will be established. Now, the next question that I have here is, can heavenly loved ones see us? In other words, We've had dear friends, Christian friends, or beloved believers in Christ who were relatives of us. And they're in heaven. They have died ahead of us. Uh, We're still here on earth. Can they see us? Can they look down and see us right now as we're here on earth? We love them so much. We'd like to know that they can have some joy in seeing us. Well, let's go into the scripture and take a look at this. Now, we know one thing as we get started, uh, and many people will be aware of this. Revelation 21.4 says in heaven that there is no sorrow. And so the first question we would have is, if they do see us here, is there some sort of a filter? Because if there's no sorrow, no mourning, M-O-U-R-N, there's no mourning in heaven, could they see us? And if they could see us without sadness around let's take a look at the scripture and let's go a little bit further. In Luke chapter 9 and verse 31, it's a parallel to the same passage you find in the Gospels in Matthew chapter 17. Both are referring to the Mount of Transfiguration. This is the time when Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up to a mount and he shows them his Shekinah glory, his heavenly glory, showing them that he is the God-man, that there is deity. And emanating from him are splinters of God's glory coming out of him. It's quite a striking uh, scene there. Now, while this happens, Moses and Elijah come down from heaven and stand with Jesus. And in here, there's a very important point that we want to start in our stepping stones of understanding this question. Moses and Elijah, according to Luke chapter 9 and verse 31, are talking with Jesus, and they are talking about his upcoming departure and the fulfillment of it in Jerusalem. So they're aware of something going on on earth in talking with the Lord. So we have some heavenly residents talking about a situation here on earth, and they have come down from heaven. But let's get more specific here. In Revelation chapter 6 and verses 9 through 11, we have new residents into heaven. And as they are there, we have these martyrs talking to God the Father face to face. And they are saying, why are you allowing martyrdom to continue on earth? And God then, the Father, then responds to them. And you can read about this, but there is a recognition that something is going on on earth, and they're bringing it to the Lord and questioning him on this. So there's at least the recognition of something that is continuing on earth, and it gets us another step. Do they know that it's continuing as they are in heaven? It seems to be so in that passage. Then we go over to Luke chapter 15, and there are two parables 
And in the conclusion of these parables, it says the same thing. In heaven there's rejoicing over a salvation decision made. In Luke chapter 15, verse 7, it says, There is rejoicing in heaven over a sinner who repents. And somebody says, well, that's just the angels rejoicing. Well, then, to specifically uh, refer to that question, it says in Luke chapter 15, verse 10, there is joy in the presence of angels. There's rejoicing in the presence of angels over a sinner who repents. And we can gather from this, there's some sort of a heavenly alert system that when someone makes a decision here on earth to walk away from their life of sin and turn their life over to Christ, that there is rejoicing. So there's some sort of a recognition there. Now, we want to be careful. I will have people that will tell me, well, we know that people were watching everything we do here on earth because Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 say, we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. And there are some that would say from the pulpit, this means it's kind of like we're in a stadium and we're involved in everything we do. It's almost as if we're on a field of play, our life is, and then all of the ancients, you know, the Old Testament who are in heaven and all of the people who have died ahead of us are there cheering us on or moaning whenever we fall. And the fact is, if you read the context, it doesn't really support that. In the previous chapters up to Hebrews chapter 12, it is showing, and it even names many of the Old Testament characters who showed an active walk in their faith, who didn't just talk about salvation, who didn't just give a verbal assent to God. They acted upon it. They were living examples, get it? Witnesses of how this faith can be active. And so it says in this, in the opening verses of Hebrews chapter 12, we're surrounded with all these examples. So let's lay aside every weight and let's follow their example. So I can't really say that Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 is talking about people watching us, but rather that we should be looking to their examples and following that. So the conclusion on this that I can give you at this time is, it seems that there is some sort of a knowledge of earth events in heaven, but as specific as some people wanted to make, such as, is Uncle Joe watching me as I'm driving to church or going to a ball game with my kids or taking college classes? Is Aunt Shirley, who is in heaven, a Christian, beloved Aunt Shirley, is she watching me here and then coaxing me on as I'm trying to talk to somebody in the coffee shop about Christ? Well, the fact is the Bible's silent on that. We don't have that. And then I would say this. I would tend to doubt that in that specific way. Because think of it. Within that coffee shop, within that ball game and all, there are still going to be sinful things that are potentially going to happen. People using language or acting in such a way are responding, uh, reacting and such. And that is just not part of what will filter into heaven. We don't see that. So I would tell you that we, there might be some a limited knowledge of what's going on in heaven, but as specific as everybody watching uh, down on this, it doesn't really make it that specific. And then finally, let me just share this with you as well. We have had on my TikTok uh, broadcasts and even live videos, people that have come on about once a month and claim to be a medium and claim to be a Christian, 
but they're a medium and they talk with spirits or they will have people uh, communicating with them into the spiritual world. And the question is, does the Bible say that this is allowed? And the Bible is very clear that no, this is not allowed at all. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 10 through 12 is very specific. There should be not found among you anyone dealing in divination, not one who calls up the dead. No one should be a medium, no one who casts a spell. You can't get more specific than that. And then in the New Testament, to also bolster that argument, there is a very clear verse in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5, which says, there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. There is one that goes between our existence here and into the heavenly realm, and that's Jesus Christ. That's not a palm reader down the road. That's not somebody who has a crystal ball that wants to talk with you about looking into the future. No, not at all. The one who has access to the heavenlies is Jesus Christ. Well, it's time for me to go right now. I hope that these may have helped you, that you would, able, you would be able to see the scriptural answers on these questions. And we'll have some more to go on as we get into the future. and We talk some more about questions that you may have about heaven and about the heavenlies and about the God of heaven. We're going to go back to our Revelation study, and please stay tuned to that and listen to the podcast as we go into Revelation chapter 4. This is Brad Zockel. I want to thank you for joining me, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N dot org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.